Yo, what's up? This is Sonny's Home's first episode from the new podcast with your boy Sonny Jones. And I got my girl with me, Charlotte. We're going to be talking about some movies and shit, and we're going to get it going. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready. You got one of those dumb dad jokes for us? Of course I do. Oh, let's go. Hit me. Hit me with it. Why should you always knock on the refrigerator door before opening it? Why should you knock on the refrigerator door before opening it? Uh, so you won't pass, so you won't cut the cheese. No, because the salad might be dressing. Jesus. Jesus, we should die. Man. You know you love it. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, so again, Charlotte and I, we're new to this. I'm not new to this. She's been I'm on the definitely po- new to this. Yeah, she's definitely new to this. I'm not new to this. So this will be my third podcast, but this is my own thing now. Sonny's home. So we're just gonna be sitting here talking about movies, video games, systems, video game systems. TV shows, current events, XYZ. Um, so right now we're gonna be talking about the last couple movies we saw the last since last month or so. Maybe yeah, February. February. Yeah. yeah, February. So we saw Cocaine Bear, we saw Creed 3, we saw John Wick 4, 4, and Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like I'm missing something. Was it another movie? Oh, Scream, Scream, Scream 6. 6. Scream 6, which was amazing. Excuse me, the problem with the studio. Sorry. <laughs> no, so, I mean, we can start with Cocaine Bear. So, if you're going in thinking it's going to be a serious movie and that's like a documentary type thing, you're already on the wrong track. Like, it's just pure hilarity. Yeah. Um, good afternoon, laugh. I mean, from the kids to... The cast. I mean, it was just it was just funny. Yeah, it was a good. The, the cast was great. Uh, the director's movie was. Um, oh my god, I can't remember her name. She directed. Well, she produced the um, pitch. Excuse me, pitch perfect movies. I can't remember her damn name, but uh, she's amazing, and I'm glad she. This one knocked it out the park because her last film, the Charlie's Angel film, was a straight dud. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, but yeah, so. Again, the movie was good. If you want a good time, go check it out. Uh, it's some gore, some definitely some good gore effects in it, especially from her. Surprisingly, this. But see, that. I'm not a fan of gore, mm-hmm. and it was fine for me. Like, right? It's not like horror gore. Like it was, it was funny gore. Right. Like you knew. I mean, it's a it's a barrel of cocaine. Like, right. It's gotta have some kind of flair to it. It can't just be boring. I mean, it was pretty funny. Um, you know, I mean, all the different tropes in there. I just felt like it was the opposite of a Hallmark movie. So that was great. Everything's the opposite of a Hallmark movie. Garbage. Well, whatever. You ain't <laughs> watched enough Hallmark movies. Jesus Christ. All right. So we're going to go to Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Um, I thought he did a fantastic job. His first outing as a movie, uh, as a as movie director. Yeah. Uh, him and Jonathan Majors. Uh, were friends. Their story was their friends. Um, Michael B. Jordan's character Adonis, and they get into some bullshit. And long story short, he I goes to jail. Yeah. yeah, he wants to. Uh, Jonathan Majors goes to jail. He comes out. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, can you hook me up? Put me in there so I can fight." Mind you, he's already old now. He's been out. He's been. He's been fighting. He's been in prison. For 
15 years, I think it was. He was in jail yeah, for 15 minute, years. Yeah. And he came out and he was like, hey, you know, I want a shot. So you get him a shot as a, as a trainer. A spar. So after he did all that and, you know, he got his spot, he fought the champion because the, the guy, he couldn't even figure it out what he was going to do next. And it was a lot of, it was a lot of cool background things happening. I mean, they did a lot of flashback. The part I was really hoping for that we didn't get enough of, though, was teaching the daughter how to box. Like, we got this little glimpse. Oh, we introduced to Michael B. Jordan's daughter in this film, too, because yeah. last movie she was pregnant. Yeah, and I never saw one or two, so this was just me as a straight, how did I like the movie? They started, and I felt like they just let that whole line drop. Like, it went, to me, it wasn't even enough of, like, give me a good hint for whatever this next film's going to be. It was just like, we just need something to do with a former character in this movie. We're just going to throw this in here. Right. Like, we needed, we needed more of that. So maybe the next film or one of the next couple of films, she'll actually get, you know, more going on. But right. that was kind of weird. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they'll do. Um, well, I'm sure they're going to do another one because it made money. So I'm sure it would be another film series in the Rocky universe. Rocky was not in this film, unfortunately. He had uh, some beef with the studio about ownership of said characters because, you know, he created all of these characters. And um, but check it out. Definitely get it. It's, uh, the first two movies on HBO Max. Hit them up. Get them, get them, get them. Creed 3 should be on demand in about maybe I think a week and a half or maybe it's already on there now. But last I checked, it wasn't on my Vudu. So. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth a, definitely worth a watch. If you haven't seen one and two and you're like, do I really have time to catch up with them? I guess that you could be really good off if you have. Um but if not, I think I watched zero of Creed 1 and Creed 2. I did fine. I kind of want to go back to see 1 and 2 now, but I did fine at the movies. You know, I did have to keep asking Sonny, what what the heck is this meaning? Right. But, so. but all in all, you know, it's great. So we're going to talk about the next movie. We're going to talk about Scream 6. Uh, this is one of my one of my most anticipated movies. And it was definitely not on my list of anticipated movies. <laughs> um, so just like I don't really do gore. I mentioned that a second ago with Cocaine Bear. I do not do horror, period. I don't mm-hmm. do I don't do none of that. So the pure fact that I actually went to go see this with you was like you you lucky. Um <laughs> But it wasn't that bad though. I mean it, it was laughable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I like unlike Creed. Where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go back and see one and two. And I kind of am interested in that. So I can kind of get, because I saw all the Rocky ones, but to go back and see this. But three, I'm not going back to see nah, yeah. two through five. Like, I no. saw one. One through five. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you saw one. Okay. I saw, I, mean, I saw parts of one. That was enough. Parts of one. Look, I don't <laughs> do hard. I don't do hard. This is, yeah. I mean, but it was laughable. It really was. Like, it was, I mean, laughing in a good way or laughing in a bad way. Like, are you saying it's like it wasn't it wasn't a good movie, or are you saying it's laughable? Like, I mean, it was laughable as in like as somebody who doesn't like horror. When you saw Blood, you were like, "Damn, you went like fifteen. Like, we needed you at a ten. You went to a fifteen. True, in true. like a funny way, right? Because um, they definitely lean more into the the, um, the the humorous, the humorous, but it still was violent." 
I st- I, it I was, was. It was very violent. I yeah. was. I would say that it was violent, like the original films, but like it was certain parts they were just like, oh shit! Like, like I'm definitely not taking my nephews to go see it. No. Too, well, my younger nephews. I'm not taking them to go see it. It's too. They're too young. It's. It's not in there. Cocaine Bear. I might actually take the young kids to go see it because they're not, it's not really going to make any sense, and it's nonsensical, and it's intended to be nonsensical. Right. Like I would take the the nine year old. I might take him to go see it. Okay. Uh, not the four-year-old, but the nine-year-old. I'm taking the older ones. Oh yeah, we out. We're going. <laughs> um, but I'm not like. I thought Scream Six was hilarious. Um, a lots of twists and turns. I like movies with twists and turns, so that was cool. And and that happens a lot in the Scream series. It's always like you know, who pops up and what happens here, and you know who did it. Because they definitely threw me for a loop when they brought some old characters back. I don't want to ruin everything for anybody. But definitely, if you get a chance to go see it, check it out. If you get a chance and you're sitting around doing nothing, watch all of them back to back. Yeah. I have a feeling there's definitely going to be another one coming out. Oh, fuck yeah. There's going to be another one coming out. But speaking of movies that have sequels, we went and saw John Wick 4. Yes. Um, Again, another one of those series where I don't do series. You can tell. I do books with series. I don't do movies with series. I don't really understand why we keep these things going. But so it's, um, it's laughable. It's laughable. I did watch one before we went. Right. Um, I was not impressed enough to go see two and three. Well, but, I think out of the series, this is I know this is blasphemy. Don't leave me comments talking about you fucked up, Sonny. One was the weakest of the series because it was just like a new, a new IP. You kill my dog, I'm coming to get right. your ass. And that's the like, thing. I mean, as a dog lover, I appreciate that right. part that you're coming after me. The whole, let's go shoot up the whole world kind of thing was, was a little bit far. Right. And, that's, and a lot of people will remember John Wick for that reason, that yeah. it started because of the dog. Yeah. I mean, the dog was, I mean, his wife left him that dog to, yeah. you know, you know, to, to be sane yeah. in the world. Especially where he and came he from. lost a dog and he wasn't sane anymore. Right. And this movie, I think, proved, A, he still wasn't sane. But two, I right. think that um, somebody has a comedic bone who's working on this on this film series. Like, mm-hmm. somebody is just like, I got to put a little bit of laughter out here. Oh, yeah. Because you can't have it be too serious. You know, it'll be benign. Like, because I know a scene, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. When he went up, when he was, it was like a Tower of Babel type thing. Where yeah. he, had to, he had to go up the steps and um, the steps in Paris. Yeah. So he had to go up these long steps in Paris. And and the steps in Paris are already famous. Like, it's a million of them. You can't go anywhere without needing steps. So so he goes up the steps and he starts. I mean, don't, don't ruin the part. Don't ruin okay. the part. It was funny as hell, though. Like, I thought it was a little overdone. But Sonny just kept just fucking laughing. And so, I mean, you got your laughing, you got your shoot 'em up in, you got your blood, your gore, all of that kind of good stuff together. And there's a fantastic scene with John Wick picking up an automatic shotgun using dragon breath rounds. Oh, the dragon breath was cool. And the way they shot that, the director said it was from a, a video game that he played in yeah. 2006. Yeah. I think the game was called Hong Kong Max- yeah. Massacre. It definitely, it definitely looked like Ooh. an old school video game. Where you got that top down <laughs> view. Yes, the top down yeah. view was dope as shit. Let me go room to room. Yeah, like it. I mean, that was probably one of the best pieces. I wonder how many takes it took them to get that right because it it flowed enough where I felt like they did that 
all at once. I got a feeling because the director, they were their stuntmen. Yeah. Well, stuntman, the other guy left the project, the other director. But um, I think it was, I, I feel like it was one take. Yeah. Because it was way too fucking it smooth. Flowed, it flowed. Like it didn't have really like no rough well. edits or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but the weird part was the, the, the new character, the new guy who showed up, I don't even remember the guy's name. Yeah, I don't. Just shows up with a notebook and has been tracking John Wick, and nobody knows how he's been tracking John Wick. Right, yeah. That, that's one of the parts that bother me a little It bit. was really like his character helped the movie move. Right. Right. But it didn't it didn't fit. Like it almost like this felt like it was the closing of a book. But you got this new thing that's just happening right before the end. That's that's not. Right. I feel like something else has to happen with that guy. Um, if you've seen the movie, you know who we're talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, you'll find out. Um, but I mean, it's it, it just kind of felt like a, a cliffhanger almost. Like, why is he here? So right. I expect to see something different coming out of that. Um, I hope so because the studio definitely because John Wick definitely made money, and yeah. they want to continue the franchise. And that last in that that last scene and the extras like. You gotta don't just leave when the credits roll. Like you gotta wait. Just you know. Oh, you've been talking about Donnie Yen's character, Kane. Oh my God, Kane. He was one of the. He's definitely going. If he don't get a spinoff movie of his past life being an assassin, he played a blind assassin. I don't even know how he lost his eyesight. We didn't. They didn't get that far into it. But apparently, he was friends with John in the past. And it was just crazy. He had just did he did this scene where he had like fucking doorbells. He put doorbells on the door on the walls and shit. So every time they were motion sensors, so every time when somebody walked past, you just end up shooting them and stabbing them up with a sword. It was cool as shit. Um so wait a minute. She walked away to open the stove. But I'm going to go into Dungeons and Dragons. We saw that a month earlier. Everyone is telling me that, well, it made more money than John Wick. Okay. Which is insane, but believable. Right. Because it's a new IP and people have, and and people, and Dungeons and Dragons is more prevalent now because of the fucking Stranger Things and. Hmm. I'm going to leave my comments for D&D and some of the changes for later. But I think the movie was awesome. Mm -hmm. Didn't necessarily, like, the parts you kept seeing on the promos was such a small blip of the film itself. Right. Yeah. Um, But now I have a whole new goal for who my character has to be in (laughs) D&D. A whole new goal. So who who would your character be in (sighs) D&D? Dude, I want to be the the what was it the snow the bear? Oh, you want to be just the snow owl? The I mean, the, the owl bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. owl bear was freaking awesome. Okay. The owl bear like made the movie. Right. Her transformations in the movie was. It's pretty really, dope. Really good, and and they looked smooth when they did them when she went to different forms and things. And um, I hope what they do with the film, I hope they um. Like every move, like because Dungeons and Dragons is a big story. You don't have to have the same characters in every movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like the game itself, right? You can have every every time you sit down to play, it's completely different something. Right. There's always something new, always something going on. Even if you did play again with an owlbear, the owlbear could be something completely different, taking a different venture, all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was a nice play on the game itself. Right, because all, all the characters were, you know. 
One was the bard. One was the magician. One was the uh, I think barbarian. Yeah, um, there was de- the barbarian was awesome. And that was um, Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, from Fast and Furious fame. But she she did really good in the movie. All her scenes was were amazing too. Like she did all her shit. Looked like she did all her scenes in one take as well. Because you know she's that, she was a that badass. Chick. badass. <laughs> she's yeah. that chick. You know what I'm badass saying? Badass with a freaking axe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out. That's another movie we saw was good. Um, what else did we see? We saw. Uh, I mean, I've seen a bunch of stuff like outside the theater, but I think those are like the big ones. Is, I mean, yeah. So out of out of the ones we saw, which one was the best? The best, I would say, the best was John Wick, okay. Dungeons and Dragons. Jesus Christ, it's crazy because all of them were good. I would say if I had a list of the movies that I've seen back to back with you, I think. Um, Cocaine Bear was at the bottom. Okay. After Cocaine Bear, I would say Dungeon Dragons. That low? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not a bad low. It's just okay. my top, you know. Okay. Scale wise, Scream Six and then John Wick Four, Chapter Four. Did you skip one? Uh maybe I did. Oh, Creed! Shit! Fuck! That's five. So, yeah. So, so John Wick, Creed Two. Scream four, Scream six, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and Cocaine Bear. That's my. Okay, so order. I would also put Creed. I would also put Cocaine Bear at the bottom. Right. But just above that, I would probably put. Uh, I know you're gonna hate this. I'm gonna put Creed uh, three right there. I ain't gonna hate it because you didn't see the other two, so you don't well, really no. know the whole story yet. Well, that's not. It's it's the missing parts got mm-hmm. me. The parts that were there were awesome. But the parts that were missing got me. Like the the female character part, I'm all about women in movies and strong women in movies. Right. And I felt like there was, like his mom was there and she was great. Felicia Rashad is always fantastic. Yes. Um, but I feel like there was a whole lot lacking with the female character development in this movie. Oh, um, yeah, because they, um, I forgot his wife's name. It's bad that I can't remember. I mean, name. so you could tell that there was animosity. You could tell there was other stuff. You could tell there was past stuff going on. But I just feel like something something was really missing from that story. And I can't bite it yet. Um, I would say next would be Scream 6 just because it was funny, but still not really my cup of tea. Um, I would say um, John Wick and then Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm all about adventure. So, so back to the so but going back to the female thing before we leave. Uh, Tessa Thompson, she really didn't have much to do in this movie. She didn't. She really didn't have much. I to think do her movie. character was fine. It was the right. other. It's the development of the other characters, right? Um, because she she did have her job. She had her job as being like bringing the mom in, bringing the daughter in, bringing the family aspect truly to the to the stream. Right, she did what she was supposed to do. Right, I feel like the rest and, of that and previous totally missing. previous history because she was in the. I mean, obviously she was in the first one she met, yeah, dominance in the first movie. So we had to deal with her story of her losing her hearing because you yeah. don't you didn't see that one. So she was losing her hearing, yeah, and she knew she was losing her hearing. So then you know we had to deal with that whole story of her going through that and getting a cochlear implant and all that. Then the second movie was when you know Creed's champion. Yeah. And then she's pregnant, and then they find out that the, that right. the it may but you pass can't just on. Have, but you can't just have one female character in an entire movie. 
be the only one you really focus on. Like the mom had, she was on her way out. Like that, that literally was. Yeah, seen. you had to get that type of drama right. for what happened. But you need right, to see what happened that really drove that story. She had to be there and she had to not be there anymore. So, I mean, it is what it is. Right. But I think all of those were good films. Um, if you are just looking for something to look, uh, look at, either in the theater or at home, they're all great. Um, next time, we definitely got to get into some video games and some other movies because we've been watching a bunch of movies that are not in the movie theater but are on your regular streaming services. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, just check us out on, you know, we guys got a, we got our TikToks or whatever. Um, I'll link them up with our new page soon. I know some of you guys know some of the things, but I'll link it on my TikTok and we'll go from there. Yeah. But and uh, I'm not as cool as you on the internet. So, <laughs> you know, y'all definitely follow Sonny on all his different platforms. He's one of those people who had a whole little banner at the bottom of like all yeah. my different stuff. Uh, I just post sporadically, so you know. That's all right. We won't. We won't get you some people. We won't get you people to yeah, watch. Okay. It gets you some people. But all right. This is uh. This is Sunny, and this is Charlotte. Aaron, we out. Peace. What the hell are you all still doing here? What are you in love with my ass or something? Well, why don't you just get up off that couch and come here and kiss me on my ass then? Jesus Christ! I-